You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of October 21, 2023. Our local stories this week feature financial literacy requirements, county ambulance pay, and a fire department fundraiser. All of that and more coming up after the big picture. October is National Pork Month, but producers say it's far from an easy time to work in the industry. That's because input costs have skyrocketed in recent years. The net profit for the average pig sold is somewhere around negative $40 a head, according to the National Pork Producers Association. Most of that input cost comes from animal feed. Cat's Grain commodity broker John Greiner said a number of world events were to blame. The reason they went so high was a combination of uh, lower U.S. crops um, the last two years, uh, below trendline yields, and obviously the Russia invasion of Ukraine really uh, really spiked global energy and food costs because Ukraine is a major exporter of wheat and corn. And so the uncertainty of whether or not, you know, um, really the number three country in the world was going to be able to supply exports, it, it just, uh, you know, speculators, the funds got in here and really drove the prices higher. That puts farmers in a tight spot. While other production industries could pump the brakes in a market this bad, hog farmers cannot. Stopping production is close to impossible, according to Torque Whistler, a contract swine grower in Washington and co-host of the podcast Barn Talk. Manufacturing, you, you can turn the lights off and you can furlough the workers and you can stop. Basically, you stop production and you either stop production until the price gets better or you just stop production because it's no longer profitable. The difficulty in any sort of animal agriculture is you're producing an animal that's not going to go to market for six months and you're preparing to have that animal on the ground because you have a sow and it takes almost four months for that sow to have that litter of pigs and then it takes six months for that pig to go to market. So you can't just say, oh, we're losing money. We're going to shut the lights off and we're going to idle. If you're losing money on January 1st, You have to feed those animals, house those animals, pay all the employees, pay all the input costs, pay everything that goes into finishing that animal to a weight that you can take it to the harvest facility. Brenneman Pork, based in rural Kelowna, is among the top pork producers in the country. Owner Rob Brenneman said a focus on animal health and genetics could help control losses. He said his business was losing around $30 to $35 a head at the moment. You have good health then that's achieved. That pig is not as expensive to raise. And you spread your cost over more pounds. And there's a, then there is a difference in the genetics of the pigs on productivity as far as feed efficiency and daily gain and that stuff. So there is a difference on, those, on the pigs you raise. Because if the, if the pig has a better feed conversion, it has a lower cost because you took less feed to produce a pound of pig. Still, Brenneman said he expected most of Washington County's producers to weather the storm. If you really think about it, you would think that Washington County will win at the end of the day. We're going to come out of this okay. We're going to, we're, we're going to recover. It's because of exactly what Charles said. It's got good bankers, people that understand industry, and people that do a good job and we're in the right place in the world to raise picks. That's the big picture. Stay tuned for the local news right after the break. 
Todd Hahn Construction is an award-winning custom home builder with a 28-year history in the greater Iowa City area. Hahn's goal is to build you the finest quality custom home while providing you with a positive experience along the way. It's one of the many reasons they've been named the Iowa City Area Home Builder of the Year time and time again. A custom home is more than just a house. It's the culmination of a dream and years of hard work. Todd Hahn Construction makes that dream come true by always putting you, the customer, first. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N Construction.com. The state of Iowa has dropped financial literacy class as a requirement to graduate high school. Instead, districts can now bake the curriculum into other courses. State Senator Tim Kreienbrink said the move would address staff shortages in rural areas. Um, financial literacy standards will still be required to be taught, but may be taught either in one standalone course or spread across several required courses. School board members in Washington, however, balked at the plan in a meeting last week. Mindy Reese was among the skeptics. Yeah, I'm just going to say if there's anything we want to get rid of up here, that's the last one. School board member Sonia Leva agreed. She said the district should keep the class as a requirement for its own graduates. Like, as a parent looking at this and, you know, looking at school door, I was like, oh, Board members have yet to vote on an official policy for the district, but plan to discuss it again at future meetings. Washington County will now pay ambulance staff double their normal rate for mandatory emergency overtime. The handbook change was made official at a meeting on Tuesday. The policy was suggested by Interim Ambulance Director Katrina Altenhoven. The employees are... They're tired. I have several emails, several texts, several phone calls from employees um, that have had issues. We had that one weekend where we had a call every 2.4 hours, and that's, that's slamming it for a full 24-hour time frame. Supervisor Richard Young was the only no vote. He worried the county couldn't afford similar requests that he expects to hear from other emergency departments after Tuesday's result. Because this is not only going to affect your department, I've been told. Uh, it's... Once we do this for you, my concern is secondary roads, they've already been in here. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard rumblings about the sheriff's office. So when we make a policy like this, I think we need to look and see what is, how it's going to affect everybody. Others said they needed to prioritize ambulance staff retention. Here's County Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. saying just that. If it comes to the point where you're asked to go above and beyond what's usual and normal, then you expect some kind of, of added benefit one way or another. We're getting to the point in this particular situation, though, where they could all at some point decide, this ain't worth it. I'm not going to do this. The Ainsworth Fire Department is holding a new fundraiser on October 21. Fire Chief Waylon Schultz said anyone with a $15 ticket could join volunteers for a trip to eat, play poker, and hold a raffle at several establishments around the county. Yep, just something to kind of mix it up and get people um, interested and excited about it. And then also it'll bring some money into Ainsworth too, you know, and folks stop the gas stations and fill their vehicles and then other towns as well when they... Um, stop into their businesses and spend some money there. So it's kind of a, bringing a lot of people into Washington County as well, hopefully. So it kind of spreads the, spreads the funds around some.
The convoy leaves Ainsworth at 10 a.m. Saturday, so if you're listening to this episode within a few hours of its release, you've still got time to get over there. That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week right after this. Hey, unless you're one of our two unexplained listeners on other continents, you've probably been to Washington before. That means you've probably heard of Dodici's. That means you've probably heard of the three-part lunch special they've got for $12.12. You're likely also familiar with the three-course dinner special for $21.12. And you've surely caught wind by now of half-off bottles of wine on Thursdays. But when's the last time you ate there? Lately, Dodici's has upgraded their outdoor seating, and they've added wine flights. Don't worry, if you're not one for new things, it's still as easy as ever to enjoy the beautiful view of Washington's downtown, selection of craft cocktails, and menu full of award-winning Italian cuisine. Thanks to Cafe Dodici for sponsoring the Washington Weekly Review. And now, the best news I've heard all week. St. James Catholic School hosted a color dash on Tuesday where students ran through and sometimes around fistfuls of colorfully dyed cornstarch. Co-organizer and preschool teacher Kim Farrell said the event wasn't a fundraiser itself, but a celebration that drew attention to its fundraising drive. We used to do fall food sales. Well, everybody does that, so we wanted to get away from that. What we do is we have sponsors that will buy, that buy the color for us per box. Like they just, we have a set fee, and then they buy it, and then we buy all the color for it. And then the kids are asked to raise donations. And they actually, kids just... I, we... we Ask for what do we ask for? Forty dollars each kid to raise forty dollars. Just as flat donation, and most kids go above and beyond that. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is property of the Southeast Iowa Union. All of our music is royalty-free, but our sound bites are not. You could be hearing your own advertisement right now. If you want to sponsor the show and help us keep the lights and the mics on, call 319-653-2191. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I have been Kaylin McCain. Have a great week.